Mr. Speaker, the House is expected to bring that two-part measure, your two-part measure, to the floor for a vote. But you do have GOP opposition. There are six that oppose the bill. You're going to need Democrats to avoid this shutdown of the government. How do you expect to get, the, get their votes? I think we'll get it done. Look, Washington is broken. The appropriations process has not worked the way it's supposed to for decades. I've been on the job for less than three weeks, but we're trying to fix it. This new innovation, the latter CR, the two-stage CR, is, is an important innovation. It's a paradigm shift because of what it will do, Ainsley, it will prevent the dreaded Christmas omnibus spending bill where thousands of pages are hoisted upon the members at the last moment before they leave for Christmas. And, and we have to vote, for example, like last year on $1.7 trillion in spending all lumped in together. That is no way to run a railroad. So breaking it up, doing part of the bills in early January, part by February 2nd, allows Congress to do its job, to do it in the, out in the open, and it allows us right. to fight for conservative principles and, and fiscal sanity. appear that some of those wascally conservatives are giving our new speaker a hard time. Imagine that. <laughs> well, there could be a government shutdown. Maybe Santa Claus is going to bring us some... Well, uh, that Even that line. Well, because they're going to push it at the last minute, and then they're going to be trying to get up. For, they're going to be so distracted thinking about Santa Claus they can't do their job. Is that what we're talking about here? Well, apparently. I swear. They want to get home. Okay. You know, they slave for us in D.C. <laughs> do they? Some of them do, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just catching up on the whole Mayorkas thing this morning. I want to know who voted and who abstained. Uh, and we know eight of them, you know. Oh, for in the, impeaching him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the guy keeps saying the border is secure. Lying, right. lying, lying. But I also think part of this is because... Uh, of who is putting this stuff forth. Marjorie Taylor Greene is never going to get votes for anything she does. No, she's she's like Trump. She's too uh, uh, too dividing. But I digress. It's Wednesday. Mark, it Mark, Wednesday, Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day! Get happy. Come on, let's get happy. Happy days are here again. <laughs> happy. 608, you got to be happy. It's Wednesday. I'm trying. You know, we're, we're working on our way. Hey, you know what? There's a special day this weekend. Yeah? I don't want to talk about and make it about me, but. <laughs> yeah, not you. There's a birthing day. My, my yes. birth mother gave me up and, 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 and pushed me out. <laughs> oh. Get out of here. <laughs> it's time to get born. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but anyway. What, are you doing something fun? Yeah, we're going to the Liberty football game for my birthday. Okay. So. All right. That's yeah. fun. We're going to celebrate on Friday, though. Oh, who is? We are? Yeah. In the sta- in the, at the station? Yeah. Will there be carrot cake and Reese cups? Um, there may even be a live breakfast made on the air for you. Oh my gosh. Wow. I feel special. Yeah. I know. Right. Dang. I got you. Well, I am going to be 65. That's a, that's that used a, to be retirement age. Right. <laughs> now it's like, what, 78? 85. That's right. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. 78 if you were born in 63. If you were born after 69, it's 75 or 78 or 85 or whatever number you gave. Oh my goodness. 
I ran into a bunch of people yesterday at a at a funeral that I hadn't seen in a long. Some of them I haven't seen in twenty twenty five years, mm. and uh, it's just ironic to see how we all age. Nobody knew me because of the beard. I've never had a beard, you know, before in my life, really, yeah. other than last year. Well, when I went through my separation and divorce, I did grow a beard then, just to be rebellious. I got a tattoo. I just went. I really went crazy. You Janet. did. I, you were crazy. <laughs> you wild and crazy. So started I started drinking caffeinated drinks. Right. And, yeah. And I keep that picture. You know how you can keep your picture on your um, your license. Mm-hmm. I kept the picture from two thousand and one with my straggly beard but now it's it's a lot more full mm-hmm. um but yeah so that was the only other time i had a beard so i people thought maybe didn't you were know. starting a side hustle or something no. i wasn't really sure with the holidays <laughs> coming up and all so but it all was right. good to connect with all those folks at bill clark amazing yeah. individual built a bunch of houses in amherst county bedford county campbell county and beyond uh, he leaves his fingerprints all over by the construction of those homes very cool all right, let's do your thought of the day, guys. Let's do it. Are you ready? The greatest healing therapy is friendship and love. Yeah. I think that's true. I believe so. 434-248-0704. That is our text number. Play Wait along with our Mind Jam Wait trivia. Wait a minute. What? You've been talking to my wife? Today Actually, is National yes. Clean your, your Fridge Day? I did that this week. According to Health Facts... How often does the average American clean their refrigerator? It's National Clean Your Refrigerator Day. How many will do it today on the day? Hmm. Now that we've reminded them, you know, I haven't cleaned that thing in a while. You know, they're probably yeah. thinking. Well, maybe. My wife will get will do it in spurts. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just did it because I had to get ready for the holidays. Right, true. So, yeah. and and if you cook a lot, I mean, you got to, yeah, it's important. Yeah. So, um, how how often uh, does the average American clean out their refrigerator? That's okay. what that's what our question is this yeah. morning. All right. On this day in history, 1926, the first official radio network, RCA, takes over AT&T 25 station network. I didn't know AT&T even owned I, radio yeah, stations. I didn't even know AT&T existed at that point. But it did. And here's one of the hits of the day. You know I want to play the hits. Yeah, I know. This was the hit in 1926. I don't want to set the world on fire. Here, let me, let me tune this thing just a little bit, sound a little bit better. I just want there we go. To start a flame in your heart. Wow. Yeah, man, that was, that was risque music. Yeah, that was, it was. You know, Bibbly bobbly bobbly boop. He was the, David Lee Roth. Uh, well, I don't know. Was he or was he the Barry White of his day? Well, true. I'm just saying. That was bibbly bobbly bobbly boop isn't really risque, but well, you're true. I'm just saying that was the he was the man back in the day. A 1956 on this day in history, Love Me Tender. That's Elvis's first film. It debuts in the U.S. I guess you could say Elvis was sort of a precursor to Barry. Yeah, well, maybe. We got a heap of work to do around here. And the first thing is to get Kathy out of those britches and into a dress. I got a bushel of things to tell you. Vance, I don't reckon you could have known about this, but, but me and Kathy got married about three months ago. Dang. Mm. I'm just finding out now? Yeah. <laughs> get the rope. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, 1980 on the same history. Pope John Paul II. I would argue our last real pope yeah. 
uh, begins a five-day visit to West Germany. Yes, he spoke many languages. He did. <clears throat> Quite an accomplished individual. I mean, I'm not a um, Catholic, obviously, mm-hmm. but I just loved him. I just thought he was a, such a calming influence everywhere he went. Yeah. Just his, he could just walk in the room and people were like, okay, people everything's going to be all right. Attribute him, Margaret Thatcher, and Ronald Reagan for, you know, bringing down communism mm. as we knew it then. Right. Anyway. I wish we had him now. Yeah. All right. Got birthdays today. If you're having a birthday today, you share it with Sam Watterson. He's 83 years old. Did you know it was wrong when you woke up that morning? Yes. Did you know it was wrong when you ate your cereal? Yes. He's badgering, Your Honor. Sit down and shut up, Mr. Feynman. Overruled. And you will address the court from now on, Mr. McCoy. Hmm. Did you have Cheerios or Frosted Flakes that morning? I did it. It was me. I Guilty. It. It's exactly. Where's Perry Mason? I don't know. <laughs> Petula Clark is also having a birthday today. God bless her. She's 91. It's a sign of the times that you call me up whenever you feel lonely. It's a sign of the times that you tell your well, friends I'm gonna reuse that, that song. be caught in the subway yeah you want to live right she had a bunch of i think downtown is in here too she had a lot of hits yeah when you're alone here we go is making you lonely you can always go downtown when you've got worries all the noise and the hurry seems to help i know Downtown. Yeah, she's, she's. Yeah, you she's, can't sing that anymore. What downtown? No. Because it is it was it racist Cause, now? Well, no, it's just you know the sidewalks don't look like that anymore. Oh yeah, well downtown, I mean unless you're in San Francisco. Well, San Francisco, Chicago, New York. I pressure mean, cleaned and sandblasted him. Well, yeah, for a little while. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you rewrote that song today, it would it would not be arable yeah. at this time of the morning. That's all I'm saying. Well, I heard a talk show host say, why didn't we leave San Francisco exactly the way it was? Sure. And invite she in and say, look, this is what your fentanyl is helping produce in our country. Yep. I think it was a great idea. But mm-hmm. anyway, what do I know? Right. Got it. Uh, we also have a birthday from Annie Fried Lingstad of ABBA. Oh, yeah. So, I think Dancing Queen just gets wore out. That's why I didn't use it. Did you know that um, that she was one of the uh, Lisbourne children? Who, Petula? No. Oh, this guy. The girl we just oh. played. What? what? <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't sure. First of all, she's not from Norway. Well, this is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she was an illegitimate child of a Nazi. Wow. I think her mother was attacked, and she she was born wow. out of that. Interesting. She does have a very interesting background. Mm. Apparently, uh, this was when Hitler wanted to breed 
what he called superior yes. children. Right. And she is one of those. Wow. I didn't know, see my podcast pay off. Yeah. Right. I think that's fascinating. I don't think it's something she's talked about a lot. Right. But but that's that's a true story. Interesting. About her. Wow. Uh, Bob Gunton also having a birthday today. Shawshank Redemption also in 24. He's turning 78. I'm the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. I hear you're good with numbers. How nice. Man should have a skill. Hmm. Yeah. This guy has skills. Oh, no doubt. News correspondent John Roberts, he's 67 years old today. And that's also based on the global media picking up Hamas propaganda and spreading it around the world. Remember what Churchill said, uh, Sean, a, a lie gets halfway around the world before the truth gets out of bed. Well, the global media that's forgot that, that lesson. Right. I knew you And spread I, I, I that disinformation it. from Hamas around the world that inflamed the Arab let him, world. Let him finish. Just let him finish. I did. Gets out of bed and puts its pants on. Right. A lie gets halfway around the world before He's the 67. truth can, can get slack. out of I'm going to be 65 on Saturday. And you knew it was before the <laughs> I knew, but I knew. Get I could have wrote it on. down. I should have. This is where Rose will correct him. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry, Sean. Well, you sir. use that quote. I do. You, I, you use use it. I use and it a lot. Gr- it's a great quote. It is. It really and, is. And because it creates an image. It does. Of, you know. It does. So there you go. Uh, drummer David Carr of Third Day, also having a birthday today. He's turning 49. This is a song I used to play a lot on a program I did called Livewire on Spirit FM back in the 90s consuming fire yes oh god he is a consuming fire on the flames here come the drums david carr on the live wire anyway sorry i was getting nostalgic there you were you used to you think i get a little cray cray here and i was the name of the show fit the way i hosted it that was back when he drank Mountain Dew regularly. <laughs> this is true. This is pre-heart surgery. He's not surgery. allowed to have Mountain Dew anymore. This is pre-heart surgery days, too. Yeah. No it was like creme brulee squared. <laughs> so there's that. All right. Oh, Lord. Let's go back to our Mind Jam trivia. Today is National Clean Your Refrigerator Day. Clean it out, people. Mm-hmm. According to Health Facts, how often does the average American really clean their refrigerator i'm having fascinating texting conversations with people yeah because they're like well i know how often i do it but how often i do it and how often i think america does it are two, are different, two different numbers answers. right we'll talk about it when we come back all right it's 621 on this uh, wednesday it is chad kroger's birthday he's from nickelback he's 49 Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Couple magnets, recipes, and Polaroids. Yeah, but that's my life on the refrigerator door. Start by removing all the contents from the fridge. This might sound obvious, but a lot of people just try to work around the bottles and the containers. As you take items out, be sure to read the labels and see if anything has expired. If so, toss it out. If not, wipe off any jars or bottles and remove any drips. There you go. Yeah, I just did that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how people can clean around things. I mean, maybe if you just 
got a little spill, mm-hmm. but I, I cleaned mine this week and right. it looked like, you know, a grocery store had exploded in my kitchen because I took everything out, yeah. take all the shelves out, mm-hmm. clean them with soapy water, put them back, and then I clean the clean the jars and things too. Well, like if you're that. wondering what we're talking about, yeah. and by the way, that was Luke Combs' great song, Refrigerator Door. He talks about everything we use our refrigerator from the outside mm-hmm. and uh, magnets and pictures and all that kind of fun yeah. stuff. But our Artwork question of the day children. is about, you know, how many times do we actually clean out our refrigerator? It's, it's national, national yeah. clean your refrigerator day. You're right. I, I bet Kara loves to celebrate this oh day. My gosh. <laughs> all right. Some of you all disturbed me this morning. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Uh, Jack said, I think people only clean it out when they move. So maybe five times. I'm like, total. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, he, he said, my guess is once every five years. Thankfully, that's not the answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, we also had guesses, uh, like once a year and, uh, some people said every six months, uh, Robin said every three to four weeks i don't oh, i don't cow. cook much no i even i don't i don't think even Kara cleans hers out no not that quite not that, that often, much but that's... um i'm probably every other month i would guess okay uh doing it the average american they say cleans out their fridge once to twice a year okay and that's it all right of course if you don't cook a lot right you know, yeah, if there's she, not a lot going on, she probably cleans hers out that much because there's nothing in it. Sounds like. Well, <laughs> maybe. Well, if you came to the house, sometimes you go, "How do you guys?" Well, we we just eat a lot of you know pepperoni. <laughs> it's in a so, bag. You so only have it, to put it in the fridge when you open it. Got it. <laughs> or something. No, ours is ours is usually pretty full because I there's so much sitting there that I cook with. Yeah, that I'll use to flavor with. Um, according to the powers that be mm-hmm. whoever they be mm-hmm. uh, it's recommended that you clean your fridge and by that i mean turn off your fridge move the food to the cooler deep clean your refrigerator removing every shelf cleaning and hot soapy water at least every three to four months really yeah see here's here's the the deeper question is how often do you pull your refrigerator out oh. and see what's back there that well, kind of cleaning you know <laughs> our dishwasher broke yeah pooped out yeah mm-hmm. and so we had to replace it mm-hmm. and bryce and and mark pulled pulled the fridge out, or the dishwasher out and it was like holy crap <laughs> right. and i was like nope got it nope i gotta get to that yeah gotta get yeah, that yeah, out, pull it out like, all the way it's like why we're we're just gonna you know cover. i'm like absolutely not so i'm like underneath them going either get out of my way you use or like do a it. back scratcher to pull stuff forward I, well it wasn't that bad but i did have to use you know they get dust bunnies and all that yeah stuff. yeah sure and so i did have to use the vacuum and yeah. then i mopped it absolutely because yeah because the fan the, the way it breathes it pulls air in right. and it pulls dust yeah. with it you know and see now i feel like i should pull out the refrigerator and clean behind it the Ugh, only time i pull Mark. my fridge out is when the water line leaks and and you it, have it did to, that a couple or the times. Ice maker gets well, that's stuck. what happened. The <laughs> yeah. ice maker, the vibration caused it to mm-hmm. eventually. It did that twice, and you know what? I crawled underneath the house, turned the little valve off, and we make ice now. Okay. We don't make it through the refrigerator. We have ice trays now. Really? That fixed that problem. Yeah. Someday we're going to remodel the kitchen, and I'm going to redo everything different, anyways. So. Yeah. So it is. Uh, it is interesting, though. Yeah. Keeping, keeping that old refrigerator clean. Maybe. Uh, maybe you want to like celebrate that if it's been a while, because you know, ooh. So. 
<laughs> well, here's an interesting story from yesterday. Very encouraging in my mind. Nearly 300,000 people rallied in Washington, D.C. to march for Israel yesterday. Well, what a breath of fresh air that is. Yeah. And, of course, President you know, Biden came out to address them. No, he did not. Uh, he was too fact, busy selling our soul to China. Yeah. I, I don't even know if he made mention of it. I heard one radio show say uh, he didn't even recognize it. So whatever. But anyways, that's what happened yesterday. And that's a good sign in my mind. Yeah. Uh, there's more information coming out about the officer-involved shooting that took place in Lynchburg on November 10th. Apparently, a neighbor witnessed the fatal Boonesboro Road stabbing. Mm. And uh, the suspect was violating past protective orders, uh, according to warrants. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And those of you that wait for the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade, that's right, folks. My wife loves to watch it. And I'm sure she'll be really interested this year because Thanksgiving Day Parade will include a non-binary transgender turkey extravaganza. Oh, so I don't know what that means. I guess there's going to be a bunch of trans people I never, dancing. I never watched it before. Not going to start now. Flailing out there in their special little outfits. I don't know. Oh, but my word. You better be ready if you have kids and you watch the parade because there's no telling what's going to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. You got Underdog, Snoopy. Yep. And whoever. And whatever. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. Uh, also, a lot of people woke up yesterday with the smoke. We're going to talk about exactly okay. the status of that fire and what that can mean to our air quality issues around here. CBS News Brief is next, followed by Kimberly McBroom and our own Matt Ferguson, staff meteorologist, with a forecast. And currently, we have in Salem and Roanoke, 39 degrees, 34 in Lynchburg, 37 in Bedford and uh, in Danville, 35 in Appomattox and in Amherst. One taken to the hospital after an explosion at a Lynchburg school yesterday, the sudden release of pressurized steam from a malfunctioning kitchen device is being blamed for the explosion. Tuesday morning at R.S. Payne Elementary School in Lynchburg, two adults were treated on the scene, a third again taken to the hospital for complaints of difficulty breathing, according to the Lynchburg Fire Department. Around 8.30 a.m., the fire department responded to the cafeteria kitchen area of the school. The department says some kitchen workers were in the area and children were eating breakfast in the cafeteria at the time. The school was briefly evacuated. Medical personnel checked uh, the affected people, fire crews say no dangerous gases or chemicals were released and no other damages uh, had happened in the kitchen. Crews cleared uh, the scene by 10 a.m. There have been search warrants obtained from Lynchburg Circuit Court that provide new information about the officer-involved shooting that took place in Lynchburg on uh, November 10th. Around 6.30 that morning, Lynchburg Police Department uh, was dispatched to the 5100 block of Boonesboro Road for a report of a man actively stabbing a woman. According to LPD, they did find the man uh, in the process of stabbing her. Oh, wow. Police say the officers ordered the man to stop. He refused to comply. The officer then shot their department-issued handgun, hitting the man. According to warrants, a neighbor witnessed the entire incident the neighbor reportedly saw the suspect, Tony Brown, enter Nicole Rosser's apartment and stab her multiple times. 
The warrant said Rosser then fled to the neighbor's house. He broke into that residence through a window and chased Rosser out of the neighbor's home back to her own apartment. That's when Brown continued stabbing her. Rosser was taken to the hospital where she died. Brown was taken to the hospital for a gunshot wound. Uh, they also obtained doc- documents that revealed this was not the first protective order that Brown has violated. Wow. Uh, in the order, the neighbor says he started to bang on the back door window. Once he heard me calling the police, he told me he was going to kill me if he sees one cop. The witness reported uh, in one of the protective order violation warrants. Yeah, that's not good. No. We're getting so many stabbings and yeah. things. I mean, around here, which you know goes to show you, if people want to do harm, harm they will. They do don't harm. need a gun, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Nope. Nope. Yeah. nope. Well, it uh, it's the day after, a week later, and finally results are in for the 2023 Virginia general election. You know what it's going to be like after the real election. I say the real one. I mean the big national, one. Yeah. The national one happens. We're not going to know for weeks. Probably. We're going to go into Christmas probably wondering who in the hell our president is or isn't. Well, Sorry. We, well, the, you know it's what, ridiculous. The good, but the good news is uh, we've spent the last two years wondering that anyway. Yeah. And so, we obviously fixed the problem. Yeah. You know, not. No. <laughs> no, we haven't. Anyways, polls closed Tuesday night a week ago, November the 7th. Hundreds of races on the statewide ballot, including the General Assembly. Races for sheriffs, Commonwealth Attorney, Board of Supervisors, school. We interviewed a lot of these people. Uh, if you want to know the full results, I'm going to give you a website. You're just going to have to write this down or try to remember. It's pretty easy, actually. It's WDBJ7. You probably just can go, and they'll have their little link right there. But it's WDBJ7.com mm-hmm. WDBJ7 or dot .com. <laughs> Uh, forward slash politics politics, forward slash election hyphen results forward slash all of you that are into the slashes and backslashes and all that stuff google that sucker just gurgle it yeah Yeah. all right um victims are recounting their experience of a, a devastating apartment fire that took place in the danville area Uh, Flames tore through the North Point apartment complex. This happened uh, early Sunday morning. According to Pennsylvania Public Safety Director Christopher Key, 12 apartments were destroyed, 23 families displaced. When the fire broke out, it forced one couple to make a scary decision. All that was in my head was, we're going to have to jump. If we want to live, we're going to have to jump. Mm. Harris and uh, the girlfriend, Arian Blackstock grabbed their dog and never looked back. We didn't even care if we broke anything as long as we got out alive and got out of that fire. They did make it out safely, but their things were completely destroyed. Uh, We lost everything that we worked for, Harris said. Um, Another neighbor saying that they're just devastated about it. After the fire uh, from all over dropped off hundreds of People from all over dropped off hundreds of items outside the apartment, clothes, shoes, non-perishable food items uh, to try to help them. Organization God's Pit Crew uh, is also helping those impacted Mm. by the fire. And uh, they say they are grateful for the support of the community uh, with their home and possessions gone. Now they have to try to navigate to move forward. They say they're just taking it day by day. Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine having to, you know, jump like that no i mean and we like we we would have 
three dogs we'd have to get out. Right. Yeah. And how you know how do you do how do you do that? Goodness. Yeah. So Especially with go. the with the whittles, you don't want to land on them. Right. 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 <laughs> you get a little parachute boom, for them. <gasps> Maybe I need one. Hmm. They'd have to deploy pretty quickly. Those parachutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, By the probably time the so. wind gets underneath them, they've already hit the ground. Well, you know, you know th- that's one thing. Hit the ground running. One good thing about our home mm-hmm. is, well, there's lots of exits. We have, you know, yeah. and um, and it, and it's not very far off the ground. Yeah. So we do have that going for us. At least mm. you just hope you never have to be faced with something like that for yeah. sure. Well. I'm just uh, finding this interesting at 300,000 people, you know, march for Israel in D.C. Mm. I'm sure the people over at the State Department, at least 100 of them, are not very happy. We've heard that there are leftists throughout our government, and that includes the State Department. You right. know, that's the department that takes care of and not international the, affairs the and how we build relationships. In front. I mean, that's right, not right. just leave and those. I mean, right, there's right. others no. that are. Well, these, these folks work for the department that, you know, we're supposed to be building bridges with other countries. A hundred of them, Janet, signed a letter complaining. A hundred within our own State Department signed a letter complaining about Biden's support of Israel. Wow. You know, I'm just like, really? So they've infiltrated, obviously, everywhere. Um, Well, they probably love the fact that, you know, he just sold our soul to China. They probably love that story. Well, yeah, and we just, you know, talking about unfreezing $10 billion dollars. Now I'm I'm told through back channels that you know by listening and reading I'm not really told they didn't call me up and say hey Mark uh, but this ten billion dollars is part of a deal with Iran to tell Hamas to release some American hostages and as much as I want the hostages to come home I don't want it to be because of that right you know because that's well, it's something it's we all, said we'd never do. It's all yucky. I mean, yeah. all of it is it's, just it's, yeah. Everywhere it's um, yucky. No, nobody, nobody's going to win. Right. I mean, somebody's going to lose regardless of what you do. Because if it works here, they'll do it somewhere else. They'll leverage American citizens. I got. I got to tell you, I've I've thought about this every time these scenarios happen. What What would I want? I want my, you know, I want my family to be safe back in the states. But I chose to do what I've right. done, and and if I am part of the collateral damage in that process, that's just the you way it is. I don't want my, I don't want my government paying a terrorist nation right. money for my release. I'm sorry, I don't want it. I I don't I don't understand how we got where we are with the whole Palestinian thing. Uh, there is a town in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. North Andover. Okay, officials there approved a permit that would allow a Palestinian flag to be flown on the North Andover Town Common. The black and white, red and green flag was raised Tuesday morning, will remain in place until December 7th. So you've got the American flag, Massachusetts flag, Palestinian flag. Mm -hmm. That would infuriate me. Yeah. Residents attended a board meeting Monday night that uh, had to be rescheduled because of threats of litigation and public safety, both in favor and in opposition mm-hmm. of the flag put on display on town property. One resident attending the meeting said if Israel gets to fly its flag uh, in the uh, North Andover Common, Palestinians deserve the same right 
Oh my! See, this is this is what happens. They use our own yeah. freedom against yeah. us for yeah. this BS. Right. And that's what it is. Town manager reportedly said an application to fly the flag was submitted to the town October 16th, about six hours before town officials updated its policy on flying flags. Hmm. Uh, prior to the change, the policy allowed a town resident to apply to uh, fly a flag on the town's flagpole. Okay. They say the application resulted in it being considered a for a public forum, though the flag cannot be considered when reviewing an application under the old policy. Well, that's foolish. Nothing should be flown up there except the state flag right. and, and the American, and American flag. flag. Agreed. I mean, if somebody wants to yeah. put a Palestinian flag on their house, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I want to know how they changed the how they changed it. That's what I want to know. Uh, one person said the town was a coward. I don't believe the flag should be raised today because it's a symbol of hatred and anti-Semitism. I mean, what is that saying to their Jewish? Oh, yeah, citizens. It's yeah. sending a pretty well, okay. clear message. Let's go ahead and put the Star David up there. Uh, no. No, that gets pulled down and burned like the American flag. Well, you know. I, I think that's part of what got them going. Yeah. The Israeli flag was up for a week mm-hmm. last month after the Hamas attacks in Israel. Right. I, it's just crazy to me. I know we got to go to break. When we come back, yeah. Biden... Handing out deals with Xi Jinping. <laughs> God help us all. Because wow. we know, you know, how good China is at, at sticking to agreements. So. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Janet and Mark, toll-free, 866-916-3776. Call the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. So I told you I went to this funeral yesterday, and and one of our listeners, the couple that listens to us, I got to see them and talk to them and and stuff. So I, I he was the one about a week ago that I shared the story about him making the gravy. Oh, yeah. And, and stuff. Yeah. Bob, Bob and Helen Romali, just a lovely He's couple. He's the gravy master. He's the gravy you master. You know what? Not everybody is. That's true. And uh, I gave him our phone numbers in person, slowly. Okay. He's the one that says it sounds like Machine Gun Kelly shooting out those, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> those phone numbers. Anyway. Well, we don't have one of those, you know, cool numbers like call 886-THE-JAM. Right, something right. Like that, yeah, you know? yeah. We need to get something like that. Yeah, we do. 866, probably. though, is the first three digits. 916-3776 is the phone number. Of course, Janet, and I was explaining to Bob, you know, I said, Janet is, she's mining for stories during the show. She's answering everybody's texts. Yeah, usually. And, and, and then having a presence on the air all at the same time. I said, it's pretty busy in here on and, a given day. And then I get distracted by these awesome things that people send me, like, um, this is definitely Mark Lamb's dog, and it's a German oh, port, uh, German oh, short hair, right? Uh, with a peanut butter jar stuck on. His oh, and nose. a stone is yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, yep, that sounds about right. So, but it's funny when I get to talk to people, and they go, you know, I I need to get with Janet. I gotta, 
you know, I, I've got a recipe I need to pass on to Absolutely. her. Absolutely. <laughs> Send it on. I've, I've so, shared those before. Of course, yeah. I, I always try to vet them before right, try and, I try them put the them on the first. air. Yeah. Mark is the guinea pig. You're Mark. Yeah, he is. Sometimes me, Mark, is sometimes if it's left over, her Mark doesn't right, like that's right. totally consume it or he brings it into the guys up there at Gref, you know. And uh, So if he hasn't <laughs> seen it before, he'll he'll go, five and nine? Is this five and nine? Yeah. <laughs> like, yep, yep, it is. Um, but he's very adventuresome that way. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll have a five and nine coming up in the next hour. Um, today, I'm doing a recipe for a, a gingerbread cake with a buttered oh. rum sauce. Ooh. Yeah, oh, that so that's good. going to be delicious yeah. for Thanksgiving. Alan, you're going to be on at 8.06, too, just to give you a little forecast of the rest of the program. We're going to talk about the Flames being undefeated at 10-0 and, and and what those next two games look like and what the championship game and beyond to a bowl game. So we'll talk to Alan around 8.06. So um, we'll go ahead and get this story out of the way. Yeah. So hopefully you won't still be nauseous by the time we do five <laughs> okay. and dine. Okay. Uh, Biden. Yeah. Working his magic. Yes. With Xi Jinping. He's such a negotiator. Oh, my word. Biden uh, is to meet today mm-hmm. at the Asia Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in San Francisco, where the two leaders are expected to sign a letter of agreement to limit AI's use in military applications. I want to sit in on that conversation. Good lord he can't even keep track of where he is or how to get off the stage he literally yeah it was sad the the veterans day was sad yeah it really was according to the reports yes so so by all means let's let's let him go and negotiate with a world power that's a great idea somebody who's running on all eight cylinders right and more probably Mm -hmm. uh biden and uh Xi Jinping will agree to limit AI use in the systems that control and deploy nuclear weapons. Now, we've already seen AI going amok. Right. I I don't want it anywhere near anything nuclear. I'm sorry. Right. Now, um, it comes as the two countries have frequently found themselves at odds. And recently, Mm -hmm. we've got the whole Chinese spying activities uh, the military buildup in the South China Sea. But the deal comes at the same time as many have warned about the growing implications of allowing unfettered AI use in combat. Right. A new reality that is creating some ethical concerns. The uh, founder of the Center for Advanced Preparedness and Threat Response told Fox that such an agreement is necessary Though he argued that other major powers like Russia should be involved in the pack as well. No, none of them follow the agreement. No. What part of that do people not under? It's not worth the paper it's written on. We haven't learned anything. My goodness. I mean, it's just crazy. Hmm. The um, Christopher Alexander, chief analytics officer for Pioneer Development Group, said the U.S. would be giving up a strategic advantage it currently holds over China. I mean, I'm just waiting for a dodo bird to go in there and just say, well, this is what we have so far. Let's compare notes. This is what I have. What do you have? You know what I just thought of? You doing that imitation. We sent, what What was the dog in Disney? Is it Goofy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, we're sending Goofy in to Completo. negotiate with one of the most smart, evil type. To, right uh, t- totalitarian leader yeah okay we're gonna go in there dude. yeah 
Oh, you know, by the way, while he's got Xi in the room, uh, this article, according to Politico, oh, like, says... All right, let me, okay, go uh, ahead. Uh, let, let, just let me, let me finish this, and then, and then I'll get out. Uh, this is what I think is the most important part about this. Mm-hmm. It's foolish to believe China will honor any agreement limiting the use of AI and nuclear weapons. Look at the Paris Climate Agreement. Despite agreeing to reduce carbon emissions, they continue to be one of the world's worst polluters. Yep. They have no regard for human rights or intellectual property. Nope. Chinese leadership has no regard for agreements that could slow down a quest for destabilizing the world order, displacing the U.S., um, in, in power. The mm-hmm. U.S. should continue to develop systems, ensure national security, and advance our interests. We can't even secure the border. No, no, we can't secure But squat. But that, uh, that's, what I, that's all I wanted to say. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. And, and Trump ran on some of that stuff in 2016 and Look, won. They were, in, they were in check. They stayed in their lane yeah. when Trump was president. Whether you like Trump or you don't like mm-hmm. Trump, they towed the line. Well, while Joe's in the room, and if he's still awake and knows where he's at, mm-hmm. he's going to press Xi Jinping sure on Iran mm. and how the Chinese leader can use his influence with Tehran to prevent Iran and its proxies uh, turning the Israel-Hamas war into a wider regional conflict. So while Joe's got him in the room, he's going to press him on that. You know, he's going to do like Colombo. Oh, he, he, one more thing. Yeah, of course he is. I wonder if he's going to wear his aviators. Well, He thinks it makes him look less Walter-like if he wears the aviators. Yeah, Walter oh, being the... Um, the puppet. The puppet, yes. <laughs> for, uh, for, uh, Jeff, Jeff Dur- Dur- Dunham. Dur- Dur- Dunham. Dunham, yes, yeah. Yeah, although Walter even has aviators now. <laughs> oh, does yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's smart, though, and, and when he pops part. the aviators on again, exactly. He looks exactly like him. It's, it's just a sad state of affairs from from the way that california's putting on a and i think i think that uh what's his face mr evil himself gavin newsom will weasel his way into some of these things it says chinese mm-hmm. president is greeted by the governor when he arrives in california oh, hello brother. i will be president in another 18 months oh, you know you'll be dealing with me oh lordy and you saw how i cleaned up my own streets to get you in here Right. That's right. You it know. took us a while. I mean, we, now let's go have sushi. You know that it was just like, you know, when you have people coming over and you just cram everything in the back bedroom. Right, right. Yes. You know, no, don't open the door because some, yeah, somewhere it'll knock you over. In, in San Francisco, <laughs> there's just a bunch of people and other things, you know, <laughs> yeah. crammed behind a door yes. that nobody wants to open. 10 4 on the other things. Yeah. <laughs> Unmentionables. And we've all done it. We've all, like, sure. you know, the people are coming over and you just, you know, drag it all into the, <laughs> the, into the room. other room that's right no, no, we're not putting the coats in there this year <laughs> yeah uh next uh next half hour we'll lighten it up a little bit mm-hmm. uh you've got alan york coming in alan york will be here at eight o'clock oh at eight o'clock uh, well next hour we'll lighten it up with well, i do a, have some light stuff though a story about um brad pitt oh he's dating really? again who's he dating i'll tell oh, my you gosh. next hour i can't wait like he only seems to date really famous people. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, Angelina right. Jolie. But sure. he's been divorced for a while now. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I have a story about rednecks and Christmas lights. Lovely. That's coming up around 730. You want to stick around for that? I can't wait. <laughs> All right. I think I found Salty's long lost other oh, no. cousin. Oh, no. Other than Delmont. Hope they're not in my neighborhood. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network. 100.9 WIQO Forest.